0: Looking uh, John chapter 6. We actually were here last week when Pastor McConnell was sharing the message for a moment in looking at Peter, but um, and a bit of a challenge was given to look at verse 68 and 69 in his answer to the Lord. We also go away, but I don't know if you remember a couple of months ago I actually preached this a bit on this passage on the dissension the deserters those um as you see in verse 66 which we'll have a brief look at in a minute many of his disciples went back they deserted the lord jesus and they actually walked no more with him and and now uh, we have a wonderful response which but just in these few verses just going to read from 67 to 69 um john chapter 6 yeah, John chapter 6, 67 to 69. I, I hope we can see the humility of the Lord, which we will, um, but the humility of um, the example and dependence that even our Saviour had on his Father, the Lord God, the living God, the Son of the living God, the Lord Jesus, and that connection, that contrast too, um, compared to what the the 12 had just witnessed. Um, And Yeah, so let's read and we'll pray and then we'll have a look. So I'll go from 66. I'll go from 66. From that time, in John chapter 6, from that time many of his disciples went back and walked no more with him. Then said Jesus unto the twelve, Will ye also go away? Then Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And we believe and are sure that Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And I'm just going to hold it there for the reading. Let's pray. Lord, we thank You for this Wednesday evening. We thank You for bringing us here, Lord. Thank You that You've enabled us. You've provided sufficiently in multitude of many ways of multitude of tender mercies and traveling and safety and work and our affairs of this week we we thank you that we can be able to separate ourselves from all those busyness and distractions and and just come aside together as as blessed be the tie that binds as fellowship our hearts lord in thee in christian love and we can be blessed by your presence tonight by your holy spirit working in and through the word of god that we would share tonight so help me i pray thank you that's been prayed and we've been praying that and i pray as we just allow your spirit to minister to our hearts to the needs there that you know and as we commit and abide in thee i pray lord always and uh to be able to experience the wonderful amazing love and power of god and and peace that surpasses all understanding literally to the point. We would be anxious for nothing, Lord. And and we can, as we go to pray tonight, bring our prayers and requests unto you tonight, Lord, we pray. Let our requests be made known unto you as you bring those hearts that and those people to mind and um the unsaved, Lord, family and circumstances and, and different things, Lord. There's you would have us to pray for tonight together we pray will be to the glory of your name in Jesus name we thank you amen all right so we've just read there now what the 12 had just witnessed um, in in that chapter in the previous I'm not going to re- like we've read it through before and you probably know well but as we just consider um, in the lead up to this great as is verse 66 many many of his disciples went back and a desertion we see and so um, because things were too hard to be understood we understand we understand that they 60 verse 60 many of his disciples when they heard this said this is a hard saying who can hear it And um, the doctrine of our Lord Jesus Christ by the Lord himself he was just sharing and bringing it all together and uh and so what we're seeing that the Lord's teaching his teaching the doctrines of Christ, we can say, and he was explaining them using earthly things figuratively, like eat my um as we you know, eat my flesh and drink my blood and and in using the natural things to describe the spiritual things and like we know it's like not a parable but it's using that method and and then what we're going to see is what the Lord Jesus is saying and what Peter understood because the Lord had said in the in the lead up to to what we're going to look at in verse 68 and 69 13 times in that chapter you can count the Lord said believe believe on him God that you that you believe on, on on the Lord Jesus verse 29 I'll just go through quick this is the work of God that you believe on him whom he has sent and verse 30 believe thou and 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 then it goes 35 believe on me and then it even contrasts those that don't believe so and believe on him in verse 40. Believeth on me in verse 47 this is a key verse of the whole chapter verily verily i say unto you in verse 47 he that believeth on me hath everlasting life and uh and so let's just picture peter and the other 12 as it says then said jesus unto the 12 in verse 67 i just and and all the other many disciples at this time and there were other um people that also the day before were still there because they wanted to eat again because the day before the feeding of the 5,000 just took place as you look back a little bit further and, and, um, and so and the Lord obviously knew that they were only there for physical food and, but they were hearing the disciples believe um, and then the Lord was figuratively saying that like for example 53 Then Jesus said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except ye eat the flesh of the Son of Man and drink his blood, ye have no life in you. And that the Lord is saying, unless you believe in me, unless you abide, in verse 56, He that eateth my flesh and drinketh my blood, dwelleth, there we have dwelleth in me and I in him. And, you know, dwelleth is... Like, we understand the concept of abiding in scripture that is living in Christ. And, uh, in just considering those figuratives of speech, the Lord has used, like, the Lord is expressing in strong words that we must, He must become the center and source of your, of my, of, of the believer's life, the true believer's life. Like, food is, and, and, Drinking water, like, is the source of our physical life. It's in, if we're to live, and if we want a living relationship with a living God, as we saw there, the Son of the Living God, at the end of verse sixty-nine, and also, as we look back, I remember in the message that word "believe" is an er, in the er, verb of an aorist tense, which is a one-off. You only eat your food once. Which you in salvation, see, be, eat is talking to believing um once and you make that decision at a point in time in in the past, which is because um, he's talking to, obviously to non believers but also to people who testifying they believed and true believers the the twelve and well, we know eleven at this as we'll see um but Believe and abide. So just in trying to as the Lord is explaining that, let's read verse fifty-seven. He explains it a bit more. As the living Father has sent me, and I live by the Father, so that he eateth me. So that so he that eateth me, even he shall live by me. So we see this believing and then living shall live, like the abiding in. That's the abiding in which just explained in dwelleth in verse 56 and the Greek word for that um, as we are looking at dwelleth is meno and and uh, it's very important in the gospel because when we consider that we see the word a whole chapter in John well a good half of a chapter in John 15 where the Lord talks about abiding in me and I just want to go there quickly because it's only a few pages over and I just want to go to verse 8 where it says, well, verse 4. Abide in me, the Lord Jesus says, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine. So no more can ye accept ye abide in me. And then just down to 15. Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not. Sorry, that's chapter 15, verse 8. I verse 8. Herein, this is, okay, now unless we abide, unless we believe and then in that belief, abide, dwell unless we do that, we can't glorify the Father. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit so shall ye be my disciples. And this heading tonight is humility and dependence and what we see is unless we humble ourselves to what the Lord is uh, saying in, as a, in being a servant of Christ because he shows us, as we'll look, at how he humbled himself before the Father. And so then what we see then from verse 8 and onwards, if we do that, if we, if, if we believe and then abide and we can glorify the Father in that obedience, we can actually, what the chapter goes on to explain is the only true way of living is we can actually have joy, that your joy might be full at the end of verse 11. We can actually have the love of God, greater love in verse 13, hath no man than this than a man lay down his life for his friends as we see that humility and that sacrifice and that dependence on as it starts in the verse 1 in god who is the husbandman you know the the gardener or the one that prunes us to, as we become more into the image of christ all that dead wood is removed that we as we learn how to um deal with that in our lives through abiding in him and seeing that it doesn't please the lord and doesn't So as we, um, the only true way, joy, love, and also as the chapter ends, is the only way we can have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit in our life. And uh, when the Comforter is come, it says, 26, and we know in Acts 2, the Holy Spirit came, the Holy Spirit of truth. And we know the Lord, um, we'll talk like uh, he was conceived of the Holy Spirit and... uh, and yet and we know that that was identified and confirmed at his baptism when the holy spirit descended on and that's a beautiful picture because we got a baptism well lord willing on sunday of as the believer identifying himself with christ through that full immersion of water baptism there in obedience in identifying that we have already been saved as we know and when we came to Christ and we just want to testify in obedience and identify ourselves before others. And so, just getting off the track a bit, the disciples, okay, just... Um, as we see there in verse... going back to John 6, let's look at 66. From that time, many of his This actually word disciples is... Mathēton in the Greek, and it actually means the word student, and it's actually different to the the twelve mentioned in verse sixty-seven because. Um, so we're seeing we're seeing a contrast here between them two between sixty-six and sixty-seven, and see these these students disciples. Found the words of Jesus to be actually an offence, what they were hearing. And uh, as we see there, in this teaching, it didn't coordinate with their own selfish interests that were starting to come out. See, quote, the disciples who turned back clearly expected something other than what Jesus offered or offers. They expected a Messiah in the image of David, a great leader to re establish their glory days. And, 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 Bringing about what they hoped the kingdom in their time and uh, and that wasn't to be the lord jesus he was teaching them humility and uh he was teaching them to be leaders like him and they didn't want to follow right and we know the quote to be a good leader you have to be a good follower and uh and they they certainly as we understand they followed him and We'll move on in a minute, but just introducing, they followed him while he was doing the miracles, while he was doing the healings, the feeding of the five thousand, which was the day before, and all you know when the needs were being met physically and and naturally, you know physically and but when the Lord staw- swung that over to spiritual things, which we see here in this chapter at the end of it, and um, all right through it. It, it it brought out their true heart attitude very quickly and uh it brought out their pride and independence and that we know we we try and pray that we can swing in our witness from the natural and people want to know that you care about them and their interests and uh and if they see that in the physical we we just Obviously the big topics are the flood and the weather and it's always usually the weather. But just especially maybe if you've built a bit of an acquaintance with someone and you've gotten to know them. And, but when you swing to the spiritual you know the heart attitude generally you can pick that up pretty quickly by the way they respond or and they mightn't respond and they might listen And that's a blessing when that happens but this pride and independent it's sin because sin as we see man from the beginning was man living independently from god his own way but the very thing that kept them from believing it what we see, the start of Christ's ministry here on earth, like verse 64, the Lord Jesus said, but there are some of you that believe not, for Jesus knew from the beginning. And this beginning is referring, um, yes, the Lord knows all things from eternity past, but it's, this one's referring from the beginning of his ministry, who they were that believed not when they joined the group as students, as disciples, and, um, and who should... And, and also who should betray him and that's the next part seventy and 71 Judas as we know, Iscariot and, and so Jesus, quote Jesus refused to give them what they wanted and they refused to accept what he was willing to give end of quote and what is 1 Corinthians one eighteen? do we not know for the preaching of the cross is to them that perish foolishness but unto us which is saved it is the power of God and and that's a beautiful contrast as we see those that are perishing because they go that word back in verse 66 they continu- they went literally went back continued as they were as if they had never had any influence or teaching from the Lord Jesus Christ and uh, so it's it's quite heavily written there. It, that word back they just went back to nothing was affected nothing had changed they were just like they were they were going along hopefully get something out of it and that wasn't going that way and so in the humility verse 66 we we, see this is what we see is the abusing of God's grace the time that he gives the um resources that he that he blesses us with and and you know, it is the abusing of God's grace to partake of such a divine teaching. And people who reject the gospel are abusing God's grace and that wonderful opportunity and the power and you know, that was and we know all power is given unto me, we see in the Great Commission and here that they've seen the power of God over creation, over sickness, over health, over and 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 to not endure or submit and this was an opportunity even up to this point like we know judas the lord was so merciful and compassionate on him wanting to him to turn even you know before he went and did his betrayal and we see that even here that compassion of christ and he's being very patient with them because he knew right from the beginning they weren't interested in the truth and uh as we saw there, and there's quite a large number that have rejected his teaching, and we know broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and you know, and they returned to their what you'd call their previous spiritual attitudes of, um, and this is this is where post modernism is really rife today. People making their own Jesus up, because what they say post is Okay, there's one way to God through Jesus, but there's many ways to Jesus, the Lord. There's many way, but it's, the ways they're choosing is not the Jesus, the Lord of the Bible, the Lord Jesus of the Bible. And we know there's only one way through repentance, humbling ourselves according to the scriptures of our of what, in understanding what the offense is, what the sin is against God, and um, repentance and faith in our Lord Jesus Christ. So these words are fairly, like, it's talked about they're fairly pacific and dramatic in 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 their rejection like in their t- just leaving and and I don't know how much you know time there was between verse sixty six and sixty seven before you know jesus spoke, maybe it was straight away, maybe it was a bit of time as a twelve saw what had happened like going back to probably in disbelief and Unbelief, and and then the Lord asks, "Will you also go your way?" So, but when we think of that, what society wants is spectacle; it's it's spectacular. They want the spectacular. They want material, and they wanted a political savior. And can we not see that? um, With that, we can see why and how Antichrist is going to be so embraced in the tribulation. He's going to be all that for them, deceitfully as the father of all lies, like the devil being in control of that situation. And so verse 67, um, this is just interesting to the 12, there's only four references in the gospel and two of them actually here in verse 67 and verse 71. And I, there could be more, but just from what I, I've just in the short time there's found four references in the 12. And just this contrast is, distinguishing between you know humility and pride and this we have this small core group that is still um of the disciples you know the 12 and the ones you know who were offended verse over there 66 and they turned away from the lord jesus and and the lord asked them will ye also go away and And I read this quote formulated in the Greek. It expresses a negative response to the question. Now, not that they're going to be negative, but the negative response to, like, in the way that it was put, the Lord spoke it. Will you also go away? Maybe if we could paraphrase that. Do you believe, even though you don't understand, like the others didn't, they, even though you don't understand everything now, do you believe And verse 68, here we have Peter, praise the Lord, he seizes the opportunity and he voices for the whole group, for the whole of them, 12, no doubt of their faith, of his faith, of their faith in in Jesus and speaking on the other 11's behalf. And maybe, we don't know, doesn't say this held the group together, this moment, because we just sung tonight blessed be the tie that binds our hearts in Christian love as we think of that we don't know maybe some might have left and and we know 70 and 71 talks of one that does and Jesus deals the Lord deals with that but um, very graciously too and and maybe as we consider that you know the timing um, like for Judas he did he it wasn't right because he knew it this wasn't going to benefit like he wasn't going to get his 30 pieces of silver if he had a responded jesus answered them have i chosen you 12 and verse 70 and one of you is a devil and so and uh they weren't obviously we see not aware of that at all who they meant and so we don't know if that response with what because just thinking of a lesson in this I was just thinking um, we must never doubt the importance of our witness and fellowship and with especially the, the true saints of God and however unimpressive it may seem, however unimpressive our response, our answer, our contending for the faith may seem. And we think of unity, and that's what the Lord wants, unity amongst the brethren. And and Peter stood up for Christ with others in the group. He stood up boldly, and yet we also remember the contrast in Pilate's hall when he's by himself, because the others had actually deserted by this stage It's the total opposite situation when all others have fled. And what we need to realise, together in fellowship, the principle here, we are stronger in fellowship and we are bolder. And, And maybe we should consider in those areas of weakness that we know in our lives, the principle of accountability with other stronger believers if that is needed in those areas that we're not, that, that are over, that are seen to be overcoming us and in our weakness, and the importance of fellowship in that, and and before the Lord, especially when we come around the table, the Lord's table, that accountability in that fellowship, and so, what might have led to this quick response? And and verse sixty nine, and we believe. And we believe and assure that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And just considering, um, and we believe, and in sin we are separated from God. And that's what the Lord Jesus has been teaching. And he is the mediator between the Father and obeying the Father to bring man back to the Father. And we can see that throughout right throughout and he sent his son to the cross to die for us and, and he even says that in the end of verse 51 and the bread that I will give is my flesh which I will give for the life of the world and, and though they did not understand this at the time and uh, they certainly did we know as we've heard and this testimony and the sermon that Peter gave in Acts chapter two, there after the Holy Spirit indwelt him and uh, and filled him, and so we see the great power of God there. And then he understood, and it's we we see as the um, as the Son. Okay. Then Simon Peter answered in verse sixty eight, Lord, to whom shall we go? Thou hast the words of eternal life. And and like I mentioned before, those words of eternal life were expressed well, we're looking at believe many times, but the Lord spoke of eternal life in many ways and our life. And uh we won't go through them, but you know, right from twenty seven, everlasting life through right throughout there there are 13 times and those who don't believe there is no life there is a very black and white contrast they are dead and so and we know in Ephesians chapter 2 and you the Lord Jesus Christ Paul is writing hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sin and and so as we consider the 13 times Peter says there, in verse 68, thou hast the words of eternal life, and he believed that, and others couldn't, and it was put very simply, the life eternal. And so he that believeth on me shall have eternal life, shall have life everlasting, the Lord Jesus said. And in his humility, in talking about his obedience in going to the cross, as the Father sent him, to die for us and and as we know the word Jesus as from Joshua in the Hebrew to, he who the one who was sent to die for our sins as our saviour and um, humility Christ's example and as we consider that he refers to himself in expressing that as the son of man in verse 27 of the same chapter labor not for the meat which perisheth, but for the meat which endureth unto everlasting life which the son of man shall give unto you for him hath God the Father sealed and uh, the son of man and then also in verse 53 then Jesus said unto them verily, verily I say unto you except ye eat of the flesh of the son of man and drink his blood ye have no life in you and The Lord Jesus refers to himself as the Son of Man and we know the Lord was conceived of the Holy Spirit yet he was born a man of the Virgin Mary. And yet there is a chapter that should come to our minds as it describes this humility of, in Philippians chapter 2 verse 5 onwards, as we just read that of the Son of Man and how he humbled himself. thought it not robbery to be equal with God in doing that um, Philippians 2 verse 5 let this mind be in you which is also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God thought it not robbery to be equal with God but made himself of no reputation, and took upon him the form of a servant, and was made in the likeness of sinful men. And being found in fashion as a man, he humbled himself, and became obedient unto the death, even the death of the cross. And we consider that we know, and he was without sin, and the humility of Christ, and and uh, on the cross, and what an example that is in. Um, tr- as we trust as in our humility that Christ knows even though we don't know everything but we know that he knows and what he says has to be the truth and th- and we know that because as we go back to our text he is the only one who has seen the father as we see in verse 46 not that any man has seen the father save he which is of God he hath seen the father and what a privilege and what a privilege and, and how much easier it would have been just to stay in heaven. But we just consider that love, um, that undying, that sacrificial love as we understand that more and more through the Holy Spirit ministering in our hearts through the word of God that cleanses us. And as we are cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ, we, we know that uh, we're, the eyes of our spiritual heart are open where early on we, we just there was a lot of things we didn't understand about that. We we just believed that it was the truth and it was the truth that could set us free to have eternal life. And so when we consider that we consider our dependence now, humility and dependence. So as we would look at the dependence that Jesus used as an example of on the with his Father, right throughout there used thirteen times and just for, like we read there in 27 there, and and, and 29, believe, um, God who has sent him, and 32, end of there, the Father giveth you, um, but my Father giveth you the true bread from heaven, the, the, talking about himself, the Lord Jesus. And right through there we see right up to 69 when um, Peter believes that. We believe and assure that thou art the Christ, the son of the living God, the son that God the Father sent to be the saviour of the world so that we can have eternal life. And so we consider that dependence as the son of the living God. And, and so he, just in finishing, thou art the Christ. This is the fulfilment of the Old Testament types of the law, because the lord jesus christ we know fulfilled the law and he was to be as we see throughout the old testament he was to be now the perfect prophet priest and king and it means thou art the christ the anointed one of god and you know and that again was identified at his baptism as we mentioned before and the greek word of christ is the hebrew form of messiah and they had learnt this, praise the Lord. And Peter, maybe, you know, he had learnt this and and his brother Andrew especially and uh, they were ready as we and they believed from the beginning. And that's the contrast we see that we've been given in that example as we've been looking on Sunday mornings at the disciples and, well, the apostles. And so um, the son of the living God, the son, he... Just showing that he has with all with, with with his obedience, his humility, his dependence on the Father, this example of all authority has, you know he has the power and and like the living God, how it 's expressed there, and we see that in other portions, and i just won 't go there, but you know distinguishing especially what the history of Israel had learnt, especially through their captivity of. That was a punishment, basically, there's seventy years of having, of the wickedness, especially of the northern kingdoms, of idolatry, and and that that the the abomination towards God, as we understand that, and we just um, see that they the, that ch- you could say that that chastisement of Israel, that that over generations, um, they didn't go back to that intensity, or we don't see that. Again, because and here we see it expressed their in the, the, the truth expressing it the Son of the living God not not um, not from idols who are dead, you know they're lifeless blocks of stone and and idols come in many forms we understand today as we apply this to our lives and those things that take precedence or preeminence over over christ over God, and so and, uh, you know, they talk of teen idols, they talk of movie idols and sports idols. And we consider they're taking the glory from God. And when we think of that, we, when we realize God never created man to receive his glory, or, well, to receive glory, it, mm. he is the one to receive the glory. And so we see, like, just realizing, like, for example, Elvis Presley, they used to call him the king, mm. and he only lived as 42 and so you, do we ask the question, why do these um, so-called famous idols, they don't seem to live long? And so when we consider how much it should mean more precious to us, um, as it was, to, as Peter was able to express at this point in time, the son of the living God, about the Saviour, and uh, the source, because he is the source of all life the source of all, and this is our dependence coming in, of he's the source of our wisdom, of all wisdom, of, of love, of joy. He's the source of our salvation, and which is eternal life. And so will ye also go away? And that's something we can consider as we know the prophets mentioned and Haggai mentions there even in, in his little consider your ways and we know the psalmist says that in considering your ways and we can consider our ways definitely in Proverbs in the contrast between the wise man and the fool considering our ways um, and before the Lord does it please him does it honour him are we, are, are we being a humble servant of that obedient that and it's that dependent, that level of dependence should show us if we are those things. So, look, let's go to our prayer requests. We'll do that now.